Welcome to the Intention Training Podcast, where we talk about training, mindset, nutrition, wellness, and self-care. Hello, Intention listeners. Welcome to episode 31. We're not doing seasons anymore because it's too hard to keep up with, and sometimes we take really, really long hiatuses. (laughs) Um, So yeah, welcome back episode 31 here today i think what we're gonna do is we're just gonna do a little q a um and then talk about what we've been up to what you can start to expect from us as um like a business and talk a little bit about how this pandemic has kind of affected our conversations regarding what we want to be talking about with people interested in fitness or movement or wellness um, because we've been in this pandemic for a really long time and in Minneapolis if you didn't know gyms are closed again and I feel like a lot of the rhetoric last time gyms closed was like okay guys we have to figure out a way to um, to keep exercising um, like at home but I think that is just so tiring yes. and it's tired and that's not the most important thing for you to be doing right now. Yeah, gyms are closed. And if you were in like a really nice little routine, it's a bummer. But exercise is not the not the most important thing right now. It's not. Yeah, we'll get into it a lot more. I have a lot of thoughts on that topic for sure. Um, feels good to be back on this mic. <laughs> feels like people are listening to me when I talk into it. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we'll start with just kind of a couple updates. Like Jen said, it's been a minute since we did a podcast. We're kind of trying to figure out the best schedule, what's sustainable for us. We want to always want to make sure that we actually have something to say when we're podcasting. We don't want to do it just to do it. Um, and we're not totally sure what that's going to look like. So um, we appreciate feedback and you guys sharing it and supporting it. That really means a lot. I do think that we have some stuff to offer and we can provide you some stuff of value. I think we're just trying to figure out the best way to do that on a consistent basis. Um, So bear with us as we go through that. But um, in terms of updates, um, Jen, you got anything you want to share? Let's cover business updates first and then we'll kind of go into what we've been up to. Okay. So our website is officially up. It's good. It's up there. Yes. Thank you so much, Marcus, for helping us mm-hmm. out. It's in dash tension training dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, on there, you can find our Patreon and you can subscribe to that. So most of you know that um, we offer sliding fee scale prices because we work with a lot of youth and a lot of people who just um, it it's not realistic to have like a huge portion of your monthly budget go to personal training, especially if it's just for your kid or especially if you're a kid yourself and you have to pay for it. Um, The Patreon just allows us to keep offering those sliding fee scale prices because that we never want to drift away from that. But we also don't want to have to pick up part-time jobs because that will take away from a lot of the time we're able to spend with our clients um, and spend helping people um, so the Patreon is just a way for you to kind of help support us and keep us doing that. Yeah, with gyms being shut down and the, the kind of the on and off nature of personal training um, over the last year, this will help us just kind of establish a more sustainable stream of income that we can count on. 
to allow us to keep doing what we're doing and also further our impact. Um, so please know that your this money is not going in our pockets. It's going straight back into the company so that we can try and reach more people, um, grow as ourselves so that we get better skills and knowledge to to bring to the people. Um, so that's the website. That's, that's the, the website. Um, before we move on, how did you feel? Like, like overall, how did you feel it turned out? Are you happy with it? Yeah, I think it's really solid. Um, it was hard. It was hard putting that together. I'd never yeah. really... I'd made, like, weeblies and stuff like that for school, but... We do have, like, a, a group training uh, schedule that is going to be up on the website once we kind of figure out when gyms open and if they're going to stay open. Um, and then there was... Another thing we have on the website that we weren't really sure about. Do you remember? I mean, there's a lot on there. I think we're also trying to figure out the best way for us to deliver um, training programs to people. Yeah. So we're still experimenting with that. I actually just released a body weight program for athletes um, through the Train Heroic platform. And I think that's probably the route we're going to go because it makes things easier on us. It's easy for people to follow. Um so that's likely what we'll do, but as of right now, the bodyweight program is the only program available on our website. Um, like I said, that was that one was on me. I was the mastermind behind that one. I um, did I did tape everything. Jen taped it. She got very irritated. But I um, watched a show in the background. Yeah, yeah. So it was it, I, honestly, I really, I pretty much banged it out in like the last week. Somebody asked me for a program um, who plays college football, and I was like, I just kind of figured that there would be a lot more people in that same situation who didn't have any equipment who were kind of lost and didn't know what to do but were going to be expected to be in shape when they get back so I wanted to kind of um, fill that void as best I could uh, the program consists of a lot of different stuff it's very comprehensive um, and I highly suggest that you give it a look I think you can get a free week trial so if nothing else do that week trial check it out see if it's for you if it's not for you pass it along to somebody who you, you think it might be beneficial for I, I i personally foresee it being beneficial for team sport athletes um of all sports all ages all backgrounds i think it's something that anyone can benefit from i told jen i think i would benefit from it if i went through it myself um but i'm lucky enough to have gym access so that's not something i'm going to be doing but um yeah, so that's that. Um, it's The cost is, it's on a monthly or annual subscription basis, just because in order to make it a training team, that's the, the, the format I had to adopt. Um, and what that means is just that you all can ask me questions and that there will be like a team message board where we can all communicate with each other versus it just being a program and you it being like a one-time purchase. But the program is only four weeks, so I suggest you do the monthly subscription and then um, either cancel it once the four-week program is up or we'll see where we're at in terms of gym openings um, and then hopefully we can all transition back to the gym so yeah I think that's pretty much all we have in terms of business updates um, let's talk about what we've been up to Jen what have you been doing for the last month or so um, that you'd like to let people know about well, before gyms shut down, I had probably the most clients I've ever had before, which was really interesting. Um, but at the same time, I am just now finishing up my first semester of grad school, which has went pretty good. Um, and I'm also getting my community health worker certification. So a while back, probably like at the end of the summer, um, I got a job as a community health worker with the Native American Community Clinic. And what a community health worker does is basically works with 
um, clients one-on-one to kind of navigate the healthcare and the, um, the, like, the overall health system um, to make things like that more accessible, more understandable, um, and just more personalized. Uh, but, I mean, you're not technically supposed to have a certification in order to have the job, but my job is putting me through the certification anyways, which I'm really thankful about. Um, when I do start getting like case referrals, I'm going to be working with mostly the native population who is either pre-type 2 diabetes or kind of um, going through type 2 diabetes treatment stuff like that. So I'm really excited because that's really going to expand like my breadth of knowledge and the way that I'm able to even help my personal training clients and um, able to f- familiarize myself with resources in Minneapolis for um, underprivileged populations. Sweet. I think that's... And then keeping up with your powerlifting training. Yeah, so I'm doing one more powerlifting meet where I'm hoping to bench over 200 on the platform, and then I'm taking a break from powerlifting, and I'm going to try out weightlifting. I haven't really told anybody that yet, so if you're listening, you're special. And what influenced that decision? Uh, I guess powerlifting just kind of started to get boring and repetitive, and um, I was sick of moving my body in the same way all the time, and I do want to be a long-term competitor, competitor, but I can't do that if I'm doing it all the time, you know? Like, there needs to be um, a, a sustainability plan, and part of that plan is trying other strength sports yeah. where I'm not going to accumulate so many use injuries. For sure. Um, and I, I think we got a question about why we train and, and stuff like yeah. that. So we'll, we'll probably get into that a little bit more too. Yeah. And I, weightlifting is just extremely fun. And I think it's really fun to be a beginner at something. It wasn't fun when you sprained your wrist. Yeah, but that's because I don't really know how to weightlift. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think it's really, it's really fun and it's good for you to be a beginner at something. And yeah, I saw a tweet today and it was like, don't shame beginners because at least they're beginning, which is true. The sentiment's true. The tweet was stupid. And you, Roy. I'm stupid too? No. What is new with you? Oh, um, man, um, oh, I got my certified strength and conditioning specialist certification. That's Coach Roy to Um, you all now. It's actually pending until I graduate, which is at the end of this month, technically, but, um, yeah, I did that this past week, which is exciting. It feels like a big monkey off my back. I've been putting in some time every day to study. It was like an 800-page textbook. Um, but yeah, passed, and I'm pretty pumped about that. Looking forward to graduating at the end of this month. I've got a ton of work to do until then in terms of projects and finals and stuff, but um, the end is in sight. I've been keeping up with, with my training. I'm lucky enough to have access to the gym, which is which is great. Um I just sent off Ellerson after training with him for a couple months, so, um, you know, that was a really incredible experience that I think is going to open a lot of doors for me, and um, he's a great guy, and I, I just really enjoyed spending that much time with him, so I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Uh, launched the bodyweight program. That's pretty much it, just trying to find ways to stay productive and keep moving towards my goals despite not being able to be in the gym, mm-hmm. um, so just, you know, doing a lot of reading and researching, just staying busy. 
Yeah, all taking right. Taking advantage of the extra time. Should we get into some questions? Let's do it. Okay, so this was from one of my clients, and I'm not really sure. Um, the original question was, why do you like training? And I think we should take this two ways. I think we should take it, like, why do we personally like training? I'm sorry, I have to interrupt the... I just got a notification that Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Logan Paul. <gasps> do we have an instant reaction? <laughs> oh. He's going to knock his ass out, bro. Oh. Oh, I just know Logan Paul is going to say something about him not being able to read. Oh, no doubt. Anyways, um, let's take this two ways. So why do you like training and why do you like training people? Do you want, do you want to go first or should I tackle um, that? It doesn't matter. I'll go first. Um, personally, I like training because it's challenging and um, it's not like I'm always super like excited to go into the gym like oh, this is going to be the best workout ever. Um, so I get to drink my little drinky drink, and I get to, like, see my friends at the gym. Like, yeah, that might happen once a month. Um, but I always feel better after training, like, accomplished. And that sounds, like, stupid because it's like, yeah, I did some squats. Woohoo! I accomplished something today. But I think it's so good for like my mental and emotional resiliency to put myself through that hour hour and a half of really hard physical work and a lot of it is mental for me um so like that's why I like training and it's it's a way for me to bond with like you and with my dad and um I I just I feel good when I'm in the gym um why do I like training people I personally am a very empathetic person, so I feel like it's like a good fit for me to be working one-on-one with people, and that's another reason why I was interested in the community health worker job, because I get to do that, and I get to um, help people and most of all learn from other people. Um, Yeah, it's super satisfying to be able to help people do things in the gym that they've always wanted to do. Um, and just to like see them kind of become more comfortable and want to challenge themselves more versus me being like, okay, you should go bring up the intensity a little bit. Instead, they do it themselves. And I think that's awesome. What about you? This is a really interesting question for me because the reason, like my motivation behind training has changed so much over the years. I mean, it really, it all started with trying to improve my performance in sports when I was much younger. Um, And then it kind of shifted when I was done playing competitive sports to more of um, like aesthetics or strength where you're chasing something. Um, I don't want to say that's superficial, but it's definitely, it's it's an extrinsic motivation. Like you're, you're, you're trying to get to some reward or something like that. It's not like you're training because you love it per se. Um, now I'm at a place where I've kind of rediscovered just how much I love to move like an athlete and feel like an athlete um, and challenge myself in different ways. So I guess why I train right now is because I want to become more athletic myself. I want to be able to discover things that are going to benefit my clients and my athletes. Um, There's something that's really, really special for me when like, I don't know, I can recall several times where I've sort of had an epiphany about like the best way to accomplish a certain 
training outcome that I'm trying to get to. Um, so I, I kind of look at it like a puzzle sometimes and I do a lot of different like experimentation in the gym. So I think my, my motivation for training is very different than a lot of other people's, at least in our gym where it's mostly powerlifting, bodybuilding, um, which is cool for me. But ultimately what it comes down to is it's become just a way of life for me. Um, whether it's like actually working out or it's just moving my body day to day, it's something that I depend on for my mental health um, and, and really physical health too. And by that, I don't mean like, I, I don't mean in a traditional sense where we're talking about heart rate, blood pressure, things like that. I mean that if I don't move my body, I just feel stiff, I feel down, I don't feel right. So it, it's something that I depend on um, day to day. And then when it comes to why I train other people, um, it kind of depends on the person, I suppose. But for me, I guess it's all about trying to help people see the same benefits that I've gotten from it in terms of things like self-efficacy. Um, a lot of it actually has nothing to do with the gym, just kind of establishing discipline, consistency, and doing all that really transfers to everyday life. Um, so just trying to help improve people's quality of life, I guess. And then as more and more of my clients have become competitive athletes, for me, it's been about trying to provide resources and mentorship and um, just the relationship that, that I wish I had when I was a young athlete, trying to get college scholarships, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to for me. I think it's just like, you know, we, Jen and I have values that we are very important to us um, when it t- comes to community and justice and things like that and I think we all have different talents and like means that we can use to accomplish and further those values and live by them every day and I feel like this is just the best way I can do that I feel like it's what my skill set allows me to do um so that's why I do it it's just trying to advocate for what I believe in and do it through the way that I best know how um yeah very comprehensive answer all right number two what are both your future plans for training and training people? Did we not just do that one? I didn't really talk about the future. Well, so hang on, because I got one that's sort of similar. That was that one. No, it's. Oh, what are you and Jen's long-term training, long-term career goals slash visions? Let's just tackle it all right now. So wait, what? So what's the question? What is our long-term idea? A long-term vision. Yeah. Career goals. All right, you want to get it started? Yeah, so I was just actually talking to Roy about this today, about how doing one thing for the rest of my life sounds absolutely awful to me, Um, which is kind of why I've branched out so many ways, and I've always been like that. Um, I'm very much like a renaissance-type person. Like, I like to be good at multiple things instead of just, like, a specialist at one thing. So... Um, you know, I'm I'm give, I'm getting my CHW certification, and because of that, I'm going to be learning a lot about type two diabetes um, and about what communities are especially predisposed to that. Like I found out that Native youth between the ages of ten and nineteen are nine to ten times more likely than white people to get type two diabetes. Um, so just kind of armoring myself with that knowledge and being able to in the future when we have our own like 
place, mm -hmm. as in our own training facility, um, being able to use that to offer seminars and um, offer cost-friendly or free um, resources. I think like, yeah, I, I want to train people for my whole life, but it doesn't, I don't necessarily want to be a personal trainer for my whole life. I'd like to, I'd like to probably find a little bit of a niche in the training industry, um, kind of like how you found yours with, with athletes. And what would that be for you? Um, yeah, see, I don't know. Um, I'm still doing a lot of discovering myself within mm -hmm. the fitness industry. Like I, I want to maybe take the boxing route one mm -hmm. time or, you know, so I think I have a lot of time to figure that out, but I know that um, what I never want to just do one thing for the rest of my life. I can see me training for my whole, li whole life and I can see me training other people for my whole life. So um, those are things I know. Um, I mean, my vision is just to be able to kind of give back to my community and see the youth of Minneapolis all have equitable opportunities um, to live like a holistic and well-rounded life. Mm -hmm. What about you? Great answer. Yeah, so we were discussing this earlier um, on a walk, and I mentioned earlier too that I feel that um, over the past year and through different opportunities, some new doors have opened and it's really kind of made me believe in the actual scale of, of, of what I think we can do. Um, there were times when none of this, like even where we're at now, seemed possible. Mm -hmm. I just never know, knew if people would get behind us, if people would support us, if we had what it takes. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to fight that imposter syndrome because there's so many trainers there's so many people out there um, all claiming that they do the same thing. So for me, I guess I, I kind of spoke on this earlier, but it's just finding whatever avenue I, I can to make the most impact on things that I care about. And where I'm kind of at with that right now is, like I said, I feel that my skill set best equips me to make an impact through training people um, for particularly sports performance, but really any goal I think I, I can do. A good job at it um, and what what I want that to ultimately look like is um, you know I've been having some discussions with with Ellerson lately um, we met with a group of um, people in the finance finance industry and we're kind of starting to explore what it might look like to collaborate together on some sort of gym yes but more of like a community center type of vibe where yes you can get your training um, but just really, honestly, what comes to mind for me is like a one-stop shop for youth and people to feel safe and um, have access to resources and be able to explore their passions. Mm -hmm. um, because it's always been for me, like, I don't care what it is, but I think everybody should find something that they really love to do and can really throw themselves into mm -hmm. and, just, and just chase that. Um, and I feel really lucky to have found that. So I want to give other people the chance to do that. I don't think a lot of kids from our city, our, our schools that we've went to, our neighborhood, have had that opportunity um, because of their circumstances. So I want to change that. Um, and I'm not totally sure what that's going to look like, but I know that it's feeling more and more possible and I'm more passionate about it than ever. So Nice. 
Should we move on to the last question? Sure. Um, how do you push through feeling unmotivated to train slash exercise? Well, we both had this yesterday. So <laughs> we, we got to the place where we were going to work out and we were both like, no. And I was like, can you put on some Kehlani, which is not training music. Sometimes you really just have to lean into that. Like, if you got to milk it, milk it. Like, oh, God, I don't want to be here. But here I am doing my rolling planks. And you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Sometimes, and here's a key, is knowing when you can lean into that and kind of give yourself that room to wallow a little bit in times where you need to be like, okay, I need to step out of this because this is a privilege. This is not something I have to do. This is something I get to do. And I can acknowledge that I don't want to be here. Um, but I can also acknowledge that I'm here by choice. Or I'm going to deal with the consequences of not doing this. Which is like if you know that working out in the morning, um, like adhering to your schedule sets you up to have a better day. And you don't feel up to it. That is your problem for feeling extra fatigued that day or um, extra kind of anxious that day because you didn't want to do that. And now you know um, what that time, what that training time or that workout time does for you. So there's a few ways you could approach it. Me personally, I wallow a little bit, (laughs) but the hardest part for me is getting there, like working out in my parents' garage. It's 35 to 40 degrees in there every day. Um, the hardest part for me is just getting there and getting started with my warm-up. If you have to take a few shortcuts to just get the workout done, do it. As long as not every workout is like that. If every workout is you trying to find shortcuts, um, you might need to start training for something else. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said, particularly um, that usually just getting there and getting started is the hardest part after mm-hmm. that. Um, things usually fall into place, but I also think it's important to know that there are times when the benefits do not outweigh the costs. Like if you're really just like, you're having an absolutely miserable time, Mm -hmm. cut it. Like, Mm -hmm. like you said, it's a voluntary thing. And at least you can go in and be like, well, I tried and today it wasn't working. And there'll be days like that. Um, but I also think that you gave really good advice in terms of just, cutting back the number of sets or reps, um, doing really whatever you have to do to just get in what you can that day. Um, and I mean, the ultimate goal is, you know, you're going to feel better after whatever that relief may be, like whether it's emotional, mental or physical relief. Um, if you are not experiencing any of those things after then, yeah, it wasn't a good day for you to train. I also think that, I don't know where I'm going with that, never mind, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. That's all right, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on, so, um. That was it for questions? Mm Mm-hmm, that was it. More questions, please. Yeah, um, that would be great. If you have questions, you can DM them to us, we'll keep putting out the little polls on our Mm -hmm. Instagram stories, but you can also email them to us, or... Whatever. Um, The last thing that we wanted to, well, second to last thing we wanted to touch on today was just the distinction between movement or physical activity and structured exercise. And we'll talk about the, I'll get into first why I think this is important to discuss. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think many people make this distinction in their heads. And for me, it's a really important one 
because it takes a lot of pressure off you. Um, I think a lot of people, if they're first looking to get started with exercising, and I know this for a fact because a lot of people, when they first come to me, they say, oh, I want to train six days a week, Mm -hmm. two-hour sessions. Um, I want to go right into this diet. And it inevitably, no, nobody can keep up with that when you don't already have a, a habit, right? So I think this distinction helps make it a lot more palatable and um, realistic for a lot of people. So the reality of it is that movement or physical activity and structured exercise are two different things. Movement or physical activity is anything from walking up the stairs to vacuuming to playing on your mini basketball hoop. To playing with your dog or your cat. Whereas exercise is structured training that you're doing to try to work towards the goal. Um, So making that distinction allows us to acknowledge that you can accomplish a lot of the benefits of exercise by just being physically active. And you can be physically active in any way that you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I think that's so crucial because... Well, I also want to make sure that we're not saying that you shouldn't exercise. And I, I do feel that everybody should resistance train for the benefits when it comes to bone density, um, longevity, things like that. Everybody should be elevating their heart rate um, with structured exercise because that's really good for your heart. And right, you will regular pro- cardio. Yeah, probably live a little bit longer. Absolutely. But day to day... I think it becomes much much more important, especially during the winter, during COVID. Oh, for sure. That we're just moving our bodies, finding something that you... Even, even if you don't particularly enjoy it, just mm-hmm. moving your body is so crucial in terms of hormones, energy levels, yeah. um, metabolism, things like that. So. And if you have like a dog, the, the, the times when you have to take your dog out to go to the bathroom... Um, are great times for you to kind of lean into that like movement okay maybe let's throw the ball with the solar ball around a little bit maybe let's go for a walk so i like finding ways where you can get in movement without being like okay i have to i have to move let me walk around this table like 10 times which your stepdad did do (laughs) at one point um can just really take like pressure off like these are kind of my shortcuts to movement relieves that burden Um, If you can go from thinking that you have to exercise every single day to thinking that you have to get in physical activity every day and you have to do, let's just say, 30 minutes of resistance training and 30 minutes of cardio two days a week, that's a lot more palatable to me Mm -hmm. than thinking that you have to exercise every day for an hour Mm -hmm. is. Um, Especially when you consider the demands of like a high intensity workout Mm -hmm. on the nervous system. so I, I, I really just wanted to throw that distinction out there. Um, I guess another thing we could do is talk about some of our favorite ways to get in physical activity or movement outside of the gym. Would you want to share some of those? Um, I like going for walks. Like what we've been doing a lot with your mom is getting coffee and then going for walks since we can't like sit inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like doing that. I've also been training our dog quite a bit. And that's like an hour a day and I cannot do that like from the couch. And usually I have that means I have to go somewhere. Like sometimes I'll go to Petco or I'll go to the falls. Um so for me that's been good because I'm also getting to spend time, like quality time with the dog. Um 
sometimes I just want to roll around on the floor. Roy what, has. Why do you do that? Roy <laughs> has a stability ball here, and I just roll around on it. <laughs> and we play with the Hiko stick. Mm-hmm. Um, we will like play a game of five sometimes, where we just throw it at each other, and sometimes we play hoops. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it can be really fun to just move around, and I know a lot of people really like like um, just regular static stretching. Like that feels good for you. Do it. Yeah. Totally. Um, I like, yeah, I personally really like the, um, the options where it involves like some sort of play Mm -hmm. because that's something that we just don't do otherwise. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of brings you back to being a kid. It's really carefree, um, really kind of lighthearted. So if there's any way that you can play and involve physical activity in your day to day, um, or even every once in a while, I highly encourage it. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that I like to do is I like to do more of just like, I'll just call it like a flow thing where I'll pick a couple of movements to do that are feeling good that day. If anything's tight, I'll do something to try and loosen it up um, and just kind of do whatever I feel for five, ten minutes at a time. You do that a couple times throughout the day and then you're set. Um, a couple of staples for me are just like balancing on one leg. Um I could throw out a lot of exercises at you, but I'm not going to. I do plan on posting a few um, of the little like flow things that I like to do throughout this next week. So you can look out for those if you want. But really, however you can move your body. Mm-hmm. Um, In any way, like even if like you are wheelchair bound or you something else, just figure out a way to change up the scenery a little bit mm-hmm. and um, the, now, one last thing i'll mention about it is by increasing your physical activity level you'll therefore increase your energy expenditure which if you're trying to lose weight will be extremely helpful if you're not trying to lose weight it'll help it'll allow you to consume more calories which is always fun make um, you hungrier so i it's good overall encourages better sleep mental health everything so the the, the bottom line is it doesn't matter what it is, but just do something to move your body day to day, especially when we're all on Zoom, we have online school, we have online work, we're working from home, whatever it is. We're binge watching shows that we shouldn't be watching. Build yourself a standing desk, do something, just stay busy and move your body. All right. Um, Good talk. Yeah. Last thing was just recommendations. So. We thought since we're approaching the holiday season, um, we would shout out a few small businesses that we swear by and that it would be a great idea to support um, when you do your holiday shopping, if you do your holiday shopping. So two that we love are Collapsing Sun, which is kind of a streetwear brand. Um, it's a, a one-man operation and Dave, works Dave extremely hard at it. So. And, and obviously it's high quality, the shit's dope, so check that out, Collapsing Sun. And then, is it is it Art by Sadie? Yes, Art by Sadie, I think it's Hey Sadie on Instagram. I post about her all the time. Um, uh, Sadie's the best. She, yeah, she does great work, um, so I highly encourage supporting her too if you're able. I'm not sure if her commissions are open because I think she actually just like started a job, but um, they're probably open, so... Just, yeah. She has a lot of prints for sale. And then you came across a resource, correct? Yes. 
Also, I would just like to say, Makwa Studios, um, the owner is an Anishinaabe woman, and basically it's like really, really nice quality cowls or hats, and I have one of the cowls, and I would wear it every day if I could. I highly recommend um, it because of the quality and because it's basically all done by hand. It is a little bit more expensive, but it's like a great gift for your mom or your significant other or your dad or your parent, whatever, grandparent. Um, okay, so this resource is from Women for Political Change. And the one is Sola's Butters. Um, and that's just mostly like body butter. Um, another what one. Are, what were the, um, what qualified these small businesses? Are they owned by um, small and local BIPOC owned businesses to support this holiday season? I would also say Birch Bark Books um, is owned by Louise Erdrich, who is um, indigenous. I don't know if she's Anishinaabe, but um, uh, Black Garnet Books is a black owned bookstore that just opened up. And I don't think that they're like open, open, but I know you can order stuff online. Um, Tori Hong is an illustrator and public artist in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of really nice prints. Las Rana's Jewelry. Um, made in Minneapolis. Do you have any, Roy? Um, no, I don't, but I'm definitely going to be on the lookout. This one's really cool. Proper Gnar. As in, like, gnarly. Proper G-N-A-R. Um, so I'm seeing, like, a lot of board art on um, this person's page. Um, there is the Secret Slayer Shop has, like, really cool self-defense keychains. Which I've been looking into getting one of these. Um, but they have different styles of self-defense keychains. Great gift for um, any people you may know that live alone or are often walking to their car alone. Um, Redmond's Popcorn from the Minnesota Black Box, which is a collective centered in black economics. You know, the list goes on. And Roy's telling me that I need to shut up now. Um, listen, I love Target as, as much as the next person, but it feels so much better when people are like... Um, I, I thought of you specifically, and I kind of went out of my way to get this mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I think it's mutually beneficial. A lot of times they put a lot more time and care into the products. So you'll end up getting something better. You're supporting somebody in their own endeavors. Mm -hmm. And usually the person that you get the gift for is super flattered. So um, I'm running out of um, energy here. So let's wrap things up. Yes. Before we go, we need to give recommendations on music, podcasts, shows, books, whatever you got. We just finished the black, the um, Queen's Gambit. Loved it. We are not great at chess. I'm. I mean, speak for yourself. You would not last five minutes. I'm not saying I'm gonna beat the the Queen or whatever Elizabeth Harmon, <laughs> but I'm like twelve and zero here. So I won. I won a game one time. Um. Anyways, that was really good. We also watched Are You the One? We watched the first season of that. If you like trashy television, yes. 
Yes, but what you should do is you should make sure, like, you should write down a list first of all the people, and then you're probably going to figure out their matches before they do. Um, what else have I been watching? I've been watching Shit's Creek. Great show. What else, Roy? Mm, rewatching Rhythm and Flow. We're rewatching Rhythm and Flow. That's about it. For music, oh, um, I've been really into Armani Caesar's album. And I'm really ashamed to admit it, but I listened to Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. You are not a album. giant. We were <laughs> um, that shit yesterday. Um, it it was good. <laughs> um, podcasts. Podcasts. The Happiness Lab. I've been listening to a lot of The Happiness Lab because I've been taking really long drives, and it it gives me a, a chance to kind of um, practice gratitude. What about you? Um, okay, so music, I've been listening to the Blast BLXST album a lot. Um, there's a deluxe version that he dropped not that long ago. Kind of like, kind of like R&B, kind of hip-hop. Um, I like it a lot. Good vibe. Um, the Doughboy album is good. We've been yes, listening to sir, that ski. one. Yes, sir, ski. Do the, do the Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> So we like that one. Um, I guess I'll stop it there. Um, podcasts. I wanted to shout out the MPLS Money Power Land Man Solidarity, Solidarity podcast. Um, always keeping us updated on current issues in um, in the area when it comes to housing, um, social justice, anything that we need to know in terms of protecting and looking out for one another in the community. So I highly recommend checking that out. It's like NPR, but they give a shit. And then I've also been enjoying the Hidden Gems podcast, which is our friend Marcus's podcast. I think he does a great job on that one. Um, That's all I got as far as that goes. Um, So I guess we'll wrap it up here. Like you said, we're kind of trying to figure out what the best schedule for us is going to be, what topics we want to cover in the future, how we can provide you with the most value. So um, bear with us as we figure that out. If you have any suggestions on topics that we want to cover, any questions for us, anybody that you'd like to hear on the show, um, let us know. Let us know and we'll get on it. Um, Really appreciate if you shared this on your social media and tagged us in it. Um, or gave us like a four or five star rating. I mean, I'm not going to say like five star because I mean, hmm. but like, you know, four it's nice. It wasn't our best work, I'll say. My energy's down a little bit, but it gets dark get a, at like 2 p.m. You get a four. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anything else? Um, no. Everybody have um, a safe holiday season and make sure that you're practicing gratitude. We'll talk to you soon. Mwah.